y'all. Welcome back to the God Center Mom podcast with me, Heather McFadden. This is episode 184. And in this episode, I join my friend Kay Wyma, host of the Say Something Show, in her car in the Coles parking lot. And why would we do that? Well, we were chatting with Candace Payne. You see, Candace had gone into that Coles, purchased a Chewbacca mask, filmed a video, and that video has been viewed by over 120 million people. Perhaps you are one of them that laughed along with Candace and reminded yourself of the joy, the simple joys we can have in life. Well, Candace has since written a new book called Laugh It Up, where she shares some stories behind the mask. Here's a clip of her talking about how she switched her never list for an always list. Here I was telling myself, gosh, I just got to quit being a loser. I got to quit doing this. Quit quit being so rude to people when they're when I'm in a line and I got a coupon and they don't like my coupon. Quit oh, quit, quit yelling at my kids. Quit all the quits. Never do this. Never do that. And at one day I was like, this list is going to kill me. Yeah. I knew it was killing my marriage, but I knew it was going to kill me. And at what clicked? Okay, for us that know Jesus, it is the Holy Spirit Himself. Yeah. It was it was that still small, familiar voice that said, Why are you saying never? Say always. And that's when you go, Okay, well let me switch it. Mm-hmm. And then when you think about I can do this. For the first time I didn't feel powerless underneath the weight of all these expectations of things I should be doing mm-hmm. and that I can't do. All of a sudden, now I had power to go, I'm going to do this every day. And if I don't, it's on me. Get ready to be inspired, laugh, and fall a little bit more in love with Candace Payne. Here we go. All right, so we are so excited. We are sitting here in the infamous Coles parking lot. Um, The Coles. We actually really are. And we'll take a little picture of it and show it to you. And we're with Candace Payne, otherwise known, a.k.a. AKA. Yeah, otherwise known. That doesn't really work with AKA, does it? I don't, everybody what does, does AKA it. mean? Also, also known, known as. as. There you have it. As Chewbacca mom. They want to learn something. It's always really helpful. <laughs> and so we're. <laughs> this is yes, going so good. I like it. I'm, I, I love, love it too. I get to show you. I, if you'd like to know some math facts, I don't know those either. So no, I'm with you. I'm with you. This is why, like, there was a time, seriously, where I looked at my husband and I, I said, I walk by the mirror. And the back of my head looks like a horse tail. <laughs> it looks like like a horse's tail. And he goes, kind of like a pony tail. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh-uh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That's why we call it that. Yeah. And he was like, I'm never letting you live that Yeah, anymore. that's so never. true. So, no, no, no. We're, 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 all, we're all with it. A.K.A. Well, I'd like AKA. to think it's like brain cells that were donated. <laughs> you know? I, I don't think they're coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think I used to be a smart person. You were very smart. But I'm not sure. <sighs> but whatever. It is. Okay, so here we person. are. And uh, we're yeah. so excited that you're here for so many reasons. And so Candace has a really terrific new book that's coming oh. out this week. And it's called Laugh It Up. It up. is. You got a copy. Oh. Look at that. There it is. There and so we're so excited like, because... It's bumpy right there. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I want to see the bumpy. There's texture. It's wow, te- I it's love that. It's tactile. Yeah, it's not just a flat book, people. It's, it's And we didn't even, like, add that into the cost. You just get it. <laughs> free. <laughs> That's bonus. As with this fun conversation, you just get it for free. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we just wanted to hear a little bit about that. And yeah. I just, okay. So I think people want to know a little bit about 
how you even found the mask in Kohl's. And I'm just okay. saying, I am a Kohl's shopper. So mm-hmm. I totally, when you describe how you found it, I'm with you. Because I have gone through the stuff. The clearance. You know, I, I do. We live there. I and feel like other parents have learned a secret that I don't know by letting their children just go destroy that section while they <laughs> Why shop. do they do that? Why is it destroyed? <laughs> it's like its own play area. Like but a, it really is. Child care, Nuclear child care section. I know it. I kind of love it, though. I, I, I am it. always shocked by it and I feel a little bad. And then I start cleaning up some of it. I and too. I always am looking for the deal. And I'm always looking for Star Wars things, especially Legos. Yes. If they have any Lego anything, yes. I get it. So so anyway, walk us yeah. through that day a little bit. Well, I just really, I was here with some returns. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest to you, I didn't have a dime to my name that day. Really? really? Not a, No, the night before I gave away my last $20 to a lady in Popeye's Chicken, because the Holy Spirit told me to. Wow, I love that part. I love and that And I needed to wait about <laughs> another eight days before I was going to have another $20. But it was my birthday week. And I don't know if you've ever lived off of gift cards and returns mm-hmm. for a full day to find your little bit of happiness. But mm-hmm. that was my day. So I came out here and I thought, oh, I've got something I can return to Kohl's. And I'm going to enjoy the day. And maybe I'll find something else. And I went to that toy section because I couldn't find anything else I wanted for me. Right. And I bumped into something. I don't know what body part for sure bumped in, but something <laughs> bumped into the Chewbacca mask and it made that sound. So it made the sound mm-hmm. when you bumped into it. Yeah. Okay. And I thought, I haven't eaten that many tacos today. That is so hairy. <laughs> Listen, I know my stomach and um, it makes those sounds, but I found out. It was this mask, and I thought, oh, that's funny. Because the mask itself, when I looked at it, I'd seen it a couple times. Yeah. And I was like, it's cute. But you had no idea it made a sound. No, none. And so when I discovered, oh, my gosh, it makes these sounds, I started playing with the jaw, and I thought, yeah, okay, I might want to get it. And then I looked at the sticker on it, and it was clearanced. Oh. Uh. So it was a no-brainer. Well, it's God's approval stamp. <laughs> For like, sure. There's no need to pray about it, no fasting. You no. pick it up and you go, thank you. And I walked to the counter in there, and I just remember just getting that and thinking, this this is mine. I'm going to enjoy this little thing, you know? Yeah. And I didn't film the video here. Okay. So I saw, well, I had gift cards to use, and I had a So you were on your gift limit. card. That's right. So yeah. you were going. And you had kids to pick up. Yeah. And I had free birthday drink from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So I went to Starbucks. They have free birthday drinks? Oh, if so you join their reward program, get, yeah. program. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Oh, yeah. I'm dead, oh, there's a whole, serious. if you Google what free stuff can I get my birthday, it'll pull up everything. Well, you thank you. Yet a thank you. Because <laughs> I had no idea. Just so great. Of good things. Um, and that, and then my mom had given me a gift card to Bath and Body Works. Listen, I don't care how old I am. <laughs> yeah. She still treats me as though I'm a prepubescent teen <laughs> and needs to shower all the time. She's like, oh, my God. Here's some, get some good smelling stuff. And I'm like, I smell good, mom. Okay. Well, this time I might get candles because I've got like a whole cabinet. That is so funny. Shower gels. But, or that sparkly lotion. You remember that? I accidentally, like two days ago, accidentally (laughs) used what I thought was body spray. It was glitter spray. Oh my gosh. Your husband was like, yes, it is on. Oh, well, he's like that all the time. But I was especially like Edward Cullen that day. You know, I'm walking around in the sunshine, like dying skin. It was just crazy. But, 
why I thought, oh, well, we'll just have a little extra glitter. Glitter is like the herpes of the craft world. It does not <laughs> go away. It does not go away. <laughs> so I found, anyways, that's in the side story. Yes. <laughs> so I was at Bath and Body Works, and then I get in my car, and I had that Coles bag in the back seat, and it was, like, calling to me, like Jumanji drums. It was, like, open me, play with me. I okay, only had 30 minutes. That is hilarious. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, some other mom friends might really appreciate this. I'll just get online. Facebook's got something new called Live, and I've used it a couple times. I'll yeah. see if anybody's here. And so and I just there it went. did that. I love it. Yeah. I love the Swanton and Eight. I mean, that's what made it work. Well, it's, it's amazing. And so you end that hilarity, which I, I can't even believe it, but I had two friends. I told them we were going to, that we, I was meeting you. Uh-huh. And I go, well, it's the gal that did the Chewbacca mask. And they looked at me. I wish I was joking. And they were like, what? And I'm sort of like, what planet are you on? <laughs> like, where? Seriously? They like, you walk through planet. life and you have not, you do not know? No, but that and means that I can still, like, shop places. You bet. Absolutely. But you can. Ashley, so like I, I said them in this area. Yeah, yeah, I bet it yeah. is. I'm just trying to be in my pajamas and go to <laughs> well, go to the local Walmart in these in your pajamas there's... with these gals really? until <laughs> until now though because they watched yeah, it. Dallas. <laughs> but they watched it and and they laughed and it did what it did to so many people and it mm-hmm. made their day oh, like totally. completely. I had one person that said I just showed this to my kid mm-hmm. and he went from being so sour and crabby to smiling. It was me. Huh? It was me. Oh, no. It wasn't. But <laughs> no, it was last was week, the day we were going to have the interview. He but was crying so to, to school, and I girls. showed him, and he was, like, laughing so hard he couldn't stop. Well, Aww. one of these girls yeah. did it to their adult son. Wow. And and I was like, I it, because it's what it is, it's the joy, and it's how you end it's it contagious. with the simple joys. Yeah. And one thing, and I, I did take notes, a few notes, <laughs> but in your book, okay. you say this. And I love it. It's like when the infectious laughter died down, Candace Payne was another person just like you. Mm-hmm. And that's where people, I want people to know that, that you can engage with this book. And one of the things that you did so beautifully, it's the, it's behind the mask. And that, you know, in this time in life, when so many people are about to do pictures of their families and stuff and the pic behind oh the pic gosh. just doesn't match the pic. It's <laughs> yeah. like, share with us a little bit about how joy informs Candace, the person behind the mask. Well, I have to be honest with you. I have undervalued for a long time in my life the fact that I find joy in small stuff mm-hmm. or the fact that I bring fun. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever seen Tarzan, the animated one with Rosie O'Donnell? Is that The monkey? little one. Yeah. 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 She, there's one scene where she just comes in on the scene and she goes, the fun has arrived. You <laughs> yeah. know? Uh-huh. My husband and I joke about that all the time. Like, he'll he'll say, you're that monkey from Tarzan, the fun, yeah, you're the, you fun. Are the fun, you bring the fun. Mm-hmm. He said, that's why I married you. If we're in somewhere boring, like maybe a church service that's old and stuffy, <laughs> he'll text me when I walk in the room and he goes, thank God the fun is here. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, so it's, it's those things that I think, okay, that's just a private joke between me and the husband. Right. I get it. But what I've really seen is that's a strength. And it's an underrated strength that I never knew about myself Mm -hmm. until this moment when I'm sitting here going, are you kidding me? People just don't get this. They they don't just get how you can be positive, how you can laugh it up at the spot and and, and enjoy a moment and enjoy the smallest things. Well, and I love that you said that day. Yeah. You would give the day before you gave away your $20. So you were at 
this <laughs> point of like going dollar by dollar. So it wasn't like you yeah. were this like person who life is going. Oh gosh. Somebody awesome. said something online and they were like, well, if I was a stay at home mom right. oh, and yeah. could, could afford to go shopping at yes. Kohl's and go do stuff for my birthday week, I'm sure I could laugh like that too. And right. I was like, right. <laughs> yeah. you only well, and that's what I feel like this is. It's that backstory. Yes. Like you were saying the behind the scenes yeah. that, you know, yeah. a lot more. Yeah. What that's like to live dollar by dollar. And it feels yes. like your parents kind of handed that down to you. Yeah. I, my mom, she is one of those that is just always positive. Mm-hmm. And I watched that growing up that even the most dire of news, and I'm talking like we've, we've had some serious things hit us yes, before. And you share that. <laughs> and I, I would watch her react first. Mm-hmm. And she would just always have so this mindset of, well, I would see her take a breath. And, and then the next thing out of her mouth would be, so can we do something about it now? Mm. And I would think, it yeah, mm-hmm. we can. Mm. We can do this. And she goes, let's do that. We would do it. And then she'd go, can we do anything else? And I would say, I don't think so. And she goes, all right, then we're going to go get pizza. <laughs> or we're going to go to a movie. Or we're going to go play. Let's get a board game out. Mm. I mean, it was never a defining mm. attitude that crushed our entire day. Mm. It was a small, brief roadblock and little speed bump for us to get over. And I watched that consistently in yeah. her. And, mm. you know, I mean, I feel like a lot of that was fostered by my mama's responses. Boy, it's so profound and true. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Well, she's a great lady. (laughs) Well, like you said, how you felt as a child, it seems like there was a lot of, you know, there's, this might be on the outside, what the circumstances look like. We were in a hotel. We don't have a home and yet. Yeah. We were in a van. The feeling, (laughs) the feeling you had was love. So funny because you referred to Chris Farley at some point and you've got, I mean, the van by the river. Just address it. Just address it because here's the reality of it right now in my life. I am becoming a motivational speaker. (laughs) I have lived in a van down by the river (laughs) and I just naturally act like him. So it's like, I mean, the first time I even knew Chris Farley existed, my mom yelled out from the living room. Hey, hun, there's this boy on TV that looks just like no. you. Oh, and I ran to my the room and I was like, how yeah. that make you feel? Not, yeah. sure, not sure what yeah. to do with that. No, one, I had Mom. a mullet at the time. Oh, it was true. Okay. It was so freaking true. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Well, he is probably one of the funniest humans Seriously. that has ever lived. He's and and he was always spending it to positive. So that's a huge yeah. compliment. It is. It so, is. Anyway, it is. Them, yeah. The band by the river. <laughs> but it was you as the a child. <laughs> It's hilarious. <laughs> but how you felt all the time. Like, you mm. felt loved by your mom and dad. You felt joy. They would, like you said, yeah. they would point out the simple Well, and it simple wasn't circumstance It was yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that's huge. My kids can be in an amazing home. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. given to them. And have yeah. a terrible attitude. I know. Well, you know what we I've discovered that. is that we, there's two forms of joy. Right. Okay. And people like to joke about, well, not joke. They're serious. Like, no, they're past, serious. Pastors are mm-hmm. like. You can't be happy. What you want is joy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here going, 
They're kind of both the same. You know what I mean? Well, they're friends. They're very close. When, I, I mean, you have both of them together. I've heard, but yeah, there but is I've a heard all kinds difference. of definitions Absolutely. About it. Well, yeah. and I'll even have people correct me online. They'll be like, you mean mm-hmm. that you, first of all, I don't really pay much attention when somebody <laughs> starts out the phrase, you mean, you mean, or you right. meant to say, um, <laughs> but they'll say, you mean that, you know, you found joy in Jesus and not just happiness. And I'm sitting here thinking, what's so bad about finding happiness? Yeah, what's wrong with being You know, happy? Lisa Harper, I had talked to her about happiness. Oh. She said, it's okay to be happy. She's like, I'm with refugees in Greece. We're doing the Hokey oh my Pokey. Goodness. And <laughs> they're happy. Well, For once, they have just yeah, been taken from their you home. Want it? Yeah. I don't know. So, well, I, I, two, I, kinds I of joy. two kinds of joy. Happiness is more of the itty bitties. Mm-hmm. It is the simple joys. It's mm-hmm. the things that are circumstantial to when they happen to you, they're happiness. Right. Yeah. They're things that happen, so they bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about that is that they just gratify. Right. They're very flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. They're they're fast and quick, and they feel good. Mm-hmm. But joy is that thing that satisfies. Mm-hmm. It lasts beyond whatever's happening around you. And, and the real joy that I think most people want is that joy. Right. But we're all doing the other gratification. Yeah, cuz the second joy doesn't it's it's consistent. Yeah. It's that steadfast yeah. rock that doesn't move. Mm-hmm. Which is why I know that you have it because of who that rock is that mm-hmm. it's a significant portion of your life. I love one thing you said about joy because you personify joy, which I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome because not, not everyone gets character. to do that <laughs> in writing. <laughs> people are scared of personifying. Really, well, you're so, going to think people are going to, especially the Christian world, they're going to be like, does she know the difference? I know it. Does yeah. she know it's not a real person? <laughs> does she even know it's from Jesus? <laughs> you know what I'm sitting here thinking? I was thinking of all those things. And then I started looking at how Solomon wrote about wisdom. Yes. He said, she cries out aloud in the street. Mm -hmm. And when I went in scripture and looked at the first time Mm -hmm. I saw the word joy, it had a feminine connotation. Where did you find it first? It was in the Old Testament, and I believe it was in the book of Job. Ooh, even more significant, isn't it? Even more significant. Yeah. And don't quote me on that, Bible scholars. (laughs) <laughs> we're going to look it up right now. Lord, you, you got somebody going, no, you didn't. I yeah, just got my coordinates. We're, we're very happy. <laughs> and we have been criticized. No, this is all my this spiritual all baggage just, from years. This is all just coming up just now. <laughs> but we might make up words also. So <laughs> just go yourself, with us. Put yourself out really, there. And I think so, so true. And then you're, you're on the verge, too, of releasing a book. So I think any author that's written a book, yeah. you're about to put it out there and you're like prepping yourself. Like someone's going to say this. Oh, but you've already this. lived the someone saying. Well, that's true. I but, think, but not with your own words and your own story. I think it's easier to disarm people. Mm-hmm. You know, if here's the deal. If you're not a positive person, you don't approach conversations and listening mm-hmm. positively. Mm-hmm. So when you listen, you're already criticizing and mm-hmm. you're already critiquing mm-hmm. and you're already judging mm-hmm. everything that person's saying. Right. The reason I know that is because I've been that person. Mm. You have? Yes. I was <laughs> wounded by a church. And about five years ago, I was about to throw in the towel on Christianity altogether. Wow. Tell us about that. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear more about that. But, I mean, like, seriously. Wow. And, I, and I became that hardened person that went, I don't trust anything that you say. And because of that, I felt like there were so many layers that people had to get through before I could actually listen to them. And so I sense that with people that have that ear, I'm sensitive to them because I remember if God can soften this heart, I knew how much I needed to be disarmed. 
And I knew how much I needed somebody to just go, I'm not saying this. Don't get your panties in a wad. That's not what I meant. Here's the heart of what I'm saying. So it really takes you to compassion when yes. you're, yeah. Yes. And people, people need to know above anything else. Listen, we value authenticity over integrity. You can screw up. And then three days later, if you give a heartfelt apology publicly, everybody's like, oh, they're so great. Yeah. I don't even care what they do. They, they kill people. That's fine. They're great. It's, it's so raw and fresh what we need with authenticity mm -hmm. and we're not getting it. And so the minute that you feel it from somebody, you go, <gasps> finally, that's good. Yeah. It's good. Breathe. Yeah. Listen, our Thanksgiving's the one with paper plates, not the China. <laughs> I ain't got time to impress people, <laughs> you know? Wow, and I love that. And there goes again the mask behind the mask because people are about to hit Thanksgiving or you think you have yeah. to prepare a table and look a certain way. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, paper plates are fine. Mm -hmm. and, and it's okay. And there's so many great things from Pinterest and Martha Stewart. But oh, they're so those pretty. levels that were put up, they can sure... They can sure hinder somebody. Mm. <laughs> I love, there's so much. Okay, so here's so one area. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm like, no, there's totally so much. I'm hijacking. No, no, no. <laughs> um, totally you did know. a list, and I thought it was so awesome because you said that used Ooh. to you had a never list, and then you switched it to the always list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the always were like, I just wrote them down. I will always stay. I will mm -hmm. always forgive. I will always hope for the best in yep. Chris. I will always wipe the slate clean at the end of the day, which is so powerful. Really I will always champion and fight for our marriage. And it's sort of like fill in the blank. Cause that was your marriage. And it's like, you could do the, I always yeah. list, which is so powerful. And so I just would love for you to talk about that for a little bit. Well, it's like when somebody tells you don't think about a pink elephant, and Say then you again? don't think about a pink oh, elephant. Oh, and then that's all you can think about. And then about. you're like, okay, sure, I'm not trying. <laughs> yeah. It's the exact same thought principle. Here I was telling myself, gosh, I just got to quit being a loser. I got to quit doing this. Quit quit being so rude to people mm. when they're when I'm in a line and I got a coupon and they don't <laughs> like my coupon. Quit, oh, quit, quit, quit yelling at my kids. Quit I, All the quits. Never do this. Never do that. And that list was... I, I didn't even know where it ended. Mm. I didn't even know where it ended. Mm. And at one day I was like, this list is going to kill me. Yeah. I knew it was killing my marriage, but I knew it was going to kill me. And I remember thinking, well, just, it was just that moment of yeah, clarity. Yeah, what clicked that you were like, I'm, I, I, I'm doing the flip because listen. it's like that, the always list is joy. And I know that's, that's why positivity. you put it in here mm -hmm. because that's the steadfast joy. And uh, what clicked? Okay. For us that know Jesus, <laughs> it is the Holy Spirit himself. Yeah. It was it was that still, small, familiar voice that said, why are you saying never? Say always. Ugh, it's just so good. And that's wow. when you go, okay, well, let me switch it. Mm -hmm. And then when you think about, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can. I, I have. You've put power in my hands. For the first time, I didn't feel powerless underneath the weight of all these expectations of things I should be doing mm -hmm. and that I can't do all of a sudden now I had power to go I'm gonna do this every day and if I don't it's on me yeah right yeah it's not on that list it's on me whether I chose to do it or not it's like a vow I've heard people have vows like that went after pain after wounds mm -hmm. I will never let someone get that close to me I will never mm -hmm. trust anyone again it's like a positive vow of 
mm-hmm. of putting energy so towards powerful. what you want to happen, not what you're avoiding or preventing happening again. Right. I love it. Yeah, right. I thought there was a lot, a lot of legs in that. Much smarter people could probably explain that away better. But uh, no, was, I think that is amazing. That's why. That's we need that was exactly nuggets. what I was feeling at the moment, though. I love it. I thought it was powerful, and I also love this joy. But joy doesn't fear the what ifs. She thrives on what can be. Yeah, you're the first one that's really highlighted that in a lot of these interviews that I've you, done. It's I so love true, that. isn't it? It is life change. If people can get that, listen, they will have I will life make a little changed. meme out of this one and okay. for you, and I will have it for you because that's so powerful. It's massive. Mm-hmm. Most people struggle with anxiety. Why? They're fearing oh, things that gosh. haven't even happened. Yes, I was talking with somebody yesterday. And she had every right to be able to be thinking about tomorrow because her right. husband has Alzheimer's mm. and the tomorrow is very hard. And I was mm-hmm. like, you're living tomorrow and you don't even know. Mm-hmm. And by the way, tomorrow's going to be okay because today is okay. And it was like, mm. could you fight for perspective? And I was like, go back to another time in mm. life where you were faced with something that you thought wasn't going to work. And how much time did you think about it? Yeah. And did any of it happen? Right. Maybe right. it did or maybe it didn't, right. but it's okay. And you're alive right. and you survived. Even if the bad thing happened, even with the worst thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, provide it's grace to get absolutely. so yeah. good. She thrives, you know, of course she's joy <laughs> on what can be. It's just Well, staggering. one is fear, one is hope. Mm. Oh, Candace. One says, I'm going to fear everything that really hasn't happened, but maybe could. And the other one says, I'm going to hope that everything goes my way. What is wrong with doing that? Well, hope and faith are, are such dear friends. Oh, yeah. And so there's not only nothing wrong in it, it's yeah. absolute certainty. That Absolutely. Is, that it's like the place you can go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Was there a moment where this struck you most in your story? Where you were um, like, enough with the fear? Uh, for me, it was more of perspective looking back okay. when I learned that. Okay. I wish I would have learned it in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. It would have saved a lot of heartache. Maybe, but when you go through those things, it, it allows you to own it. I've yeah. watched that with my children. Mm. What I would give to switch places mm-hmm. just for, mm. you know, five minutes so that they could believe. Yeah. And then I think that's none of my business because in order to own it, so you just actually you do just have, have to live it. so much of it, unfortunately. Yeah. For me too. But I... I'm sure you do too. You look back to some of those things. It's like, I'm so glad that it happened because it wouldn't have affirmed it in a way. And I'm so grateful to be able to live because you live this statement. Like you don't just think it, you live it. Well, there's memory attached to it. Mm -hmm. Not just memory, but deep, Mm -hmm. (laughs) deep relational wounds. Yes. Because here's the deal. My son and my daughter really want to read my book. They, they know this is yeah, book I world was, right now. I was wondering And that. I'm like, babies, y'all can't read it till you're older. You yeah. can't read it till How you're older. Are they? Oh, they're eight and seven. Yeah. No, no, no. First of all, there are things about my story with my son about how disconnected I was in my pregnancy and how mm-hmm. I didn't want him. Mm-hmm. Didn't even believe I was going to have him. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to know that at his age right now to right. think that mama didn't want him. Right. I want him to be able to process that from a different lens right being much older to understand that but in that season i was i was fearing every single day him not even living 
if I was going to have birth. I just thought every scenario you kind of every like scenario, out. Yeah. and it it kept this wall. I mean, we didn't set up a crib wow. in his room until he was eight months old wow. after he was born. It was that constant fear of I'm going to lose him. So as a mom, I didn't connect with my baby for the first eight months mm-hmm. of his life. What switched? Oh, it just... <laughs> but the what-ifs were killing you. Yeah, they were but, killing But what won you over? Like, what... For the mom that might be listening that's like, I feel uh, that right now. I think I was uh, around my second round of postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. I was coming out of that in my mind. So there was a fog lifting there. But then it just was, am I going to do this every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... I've got a baby that's almost walking. Mm-hmm. Am I doing this his, his whole life? I had that one thought of, this has to stop now. Yeah. So when I say that statement, it very much so is attached to things I've lived. Mm-hmm. And I am very emphatic about the power and what can happen when you stop mm-hmm. living in anxiety. Mm-hmm. And you just say, I'm going to hope for the best and I'm going to follow that through. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We use that a lot in our house, not being overwhelmed by mm. the things of the of this world, but just flipping it. Like you've flipped the always the never to always. And yeah. it's like instead be overwhelmed by truth. Instead be overwhelmed by hope. Mm-hmm. Instead, you know, go go for what's real. And that's what I hear you doing and it's so powerful the way you go through all the iterations of joy, even the frenemy of joy. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. Which the Isn't frenemy is comparison. <laughs> well, listen, she's the girl everybody wants to be. When you think about comparison, she starts off really nice and pretty, right? Yeah. Which a mean girl does. <laughs> they act like they're, they're well, your friend. It's so true. And, and they say, oh, just compare yourself to this because it's going to make you a better you. Just compare yourself to this because it gives you a gauge on what you need to work on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you start playing with comparison like that. And it may start, you mentioned Pinterest a second ago. It may start on somebody's Pinterest page mm-hmm. going, oh, I wish I'd done that for my kid's birthday party. Yes. Oh, how can I do even more than that? Oh, I got this idea. And then all of a sudden, you're fully wrapped into somebody else's creativity and never once thinking, what could I do that's so personal for my kid that they would love that, that we have here? What resources can we use here? You exhaust yourself trying to be other people. And and you mentioned, you didn't realize your strength was Mm. that you bring the joy. No. And there's so many moms, women that feel like their strength is not important Mm. enough because they see this girl, her strength is she's a PTA bred. Or this person, her strength is she can run this non-for-profit. But then, and then you devalue what you're good at because it seems too easy. Well, that can't be that important. It's too Everybody easy. Everybody thinks that with their giftedness. I know, their giftedness it's all, feels it's like so not weird. So uh, women enjoy especially huge are like, value, oh, I don't. Obviously. I, I can't be hospitable. And I'm like, you make everyone feel great when they're in your house. Or in yeah. your presence. Right. I feel like hospitality can be like. We're just like together. For and make sure. you feel very well. It's welcome just so funny. Yeah. It's like so. everybody wants somebody else's gift, which goes to the front of me. <laughs> I well, thought that yeah, was you can't hilarious. have joy in your joy. <laughs> like what? You know what's crazy too is we're really good at knowing our weaknesses. Yeah. Yes. Right. We're really good at knowing what we're not good at. <laughs> and then we we lift all of our decisions off of that. Yeah. Instead of going, all right, what's my strength? That needs to be my reserve for today. 
And all, and you know what? Maybe you're not good at something because you don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's nowhere in your freaking life you're supposed to be good at that. Yeah. Right? That's okay. I know I'm not good at athletic things. <laughs> That's fine. Do I find myself in a daily scenario where I need to run? No. Hopefully not. <laughs> there are not bears chasing me. Yeah. There, there is nothing that inspires me to go, oh, I got to get up and go. It's, <laughs> it's a scenario where I go, okay, where am I strong at? And... God love. He's even given me children that need my strengths. Oh, and so beautiful. I look at that thinking, my word, where I'm weak, I married somebody that's complete opposite of me. Mm-hmm. He's strong. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. not, you're not ever meant to shoulder everything. Mm-hmm. And we do, we do. We're like, Oh, I got to take it all. And then you find yourself comparing your strengths, your weaknesses, whatever you're lacking, whatever you don't have, whatever you do have. And I will just tell you this. You'll never measure up. No, it's no. a brutal, that measuring line. No, it's just, it's stupid. And it's fake. It yeah. moves. If you hit the spot, it moves. Yeah. It's elusive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we as a body of believers or we as a, a group of people, we miss out if you don't hear get Like you said, your children need oh, you. I know. Your spouse yeah, needs right. you. I'm sure he benefits from mm-hmm. your strength. Your friends need you. Like we can't be carbon copies clones to kick the star wars i'm sure like it would be super boring that would be super boring i'm sure there will be a time where i write about this soon i haven't felt like i should yet but i believe you're hitting something very specific that we're dealing with and it's generational like i feel like we're dealing with a jacob and esau issue right now one of us has the blessing and the birthright and we would gladly give it up for a meal, which sounds a lot like me. Cause if it was tacos, I'm in, you know what I mean? I'm Not like, oh. stew. yeah, I'm like, that sounds great. Um, or you've got the other one that says, I want everything that that person and has. And I'm willing to pretend. And yet they're twins. They're both sons mm-hmm. and they look alike. Yeah. And this is where I find as we, you're talking about body of believers. This is a, an epidemic right now that's killing our church. It is, and I'm not talking about my local church, so, <laughs> but I'm talking about big the big, big, big C, C church. It is, it is killing us from the inside out. It's trying to be the other one that we're not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. We're missing out on ministry, even if like, we don't need a big platform. I handed that to you through this Chewbacca thing, but mm-hmm. not like there's moms. I know they're doing amazing things and they don't see it as valuable yeah. because the value of the big C is a yeah. big platform sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I spent years trying to think, why wasn't I the next Carrie Joe or the next Bethel <laughs> yeah. worship leader and well, all that? Well, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I don't know if people know what a good singer you are. I know. That, <laughs> was, you really that, was, do. that was really interesting That's a legitimate wonder. I mean, that's so, a whole other storyline yeah. in this, is like you've been I know. getting your and guitar. And here, here and is laying the issue. It's 33 minutes. Ah, no, how do we... How did we get there? All right. So we're going to ask we you. Just talk, we just talk. I know. We could talk, girls, and we talk. 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 Oh. So we have a friend, Brenda, that is often a part of the interview. And she goes to Dr. Evans Church. And so there is always a charge at the end of things. Like, what's your charge that you would give people? And I'm, ju- I'm just mm. curious. You know, just like, what's that thing that's wow. a takeaway? And you can think for a minute because I can edit it. <laughs> you know. It varies all the time because I feel like there's so many things that you can really take away. Even from the book, there's so many colors and mm-hmm. layers about joy. Mm-hmm. But I would think the most important place to start is being comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. Be comfortable with who you are. Yeah. 
Okay. Like God created you a certain way and he didn't mess up. And the moment you figure that out, the joy part gets easier and easier and easier to embrace because you're not at a war trying to figure out how to be something you're not. You know, just I'm, I'm nearing 40 and I don't have time to care anymore. You know what I mean? I think that happens kind of around this age where you're like, ah, yeah, I ain't got time. I ain't got time. Yeah. And I really don't. I really don't have time to try to play a game of being somebody I'm not meant to be. Okay. So you heard it right here. Yeah. You don't have to play a game of being somebody yeah. that you're not meant to be. Don't play to pretend to be Chewbacca. No, and it's a waste of time, and it's so it's so just it's depressing. <laughs> you know, it just yeah. is. So, anyway, yeah. there's the charge from our new friend, Candace. And so, we just hope that today, as you go forth, that you will say something encouraging to that person that you're walking alongside. Even that encouragement to just be yeah. who you were created to be. And accept yourself that way. And encourage someone else in this in the same manner. Because as it crosses your lips, you get to hear it too. So, Thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. And, Thank you. Um, anyway, thanks for joining us. Yes. Okay, I know that was a little different than my normal interview, but it was super fun to do. Uh, and it was the week that I was getting ready for my live event, uh, a week full of <laughs> craziness. I'm telling y'all, when you do stuff for Jesus, uh, the enemy really truly does, he's not creative he's crafty so he uses little things as distractions like i thought i lost my checkbook at our fall fun fest so i literally like literally almost changed our entire bank account thinking someone had our checkbook wouldn't you know the next morning after the live event my husband found the checkbook right in a basket uh we had to get a new fridge this last week my phone totally cracked i had to get a new phone um just craziness literally craziness. But this was a very fun distraction to get to talk to Candace. And she did minister to my heart as I was sitting there listening, uh, thinking through how am I responding to situations as my kids watch me. I loved how her mom modeled. Okay, what can we do? Is there anything else we can do? All right, then let's let's go get pizza. I mean, so good. And Everything Candace shared about her story, I love embracing who God made you to be. And even when I'm thinking about the live event, uh, I know my event may not look like other podcasters' live events, but it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Uh, I know not everyone could come, and that breaks my heart that if you wanted to come, you couldn't. Um, but I wanted it to be an intimate experience uh, where we celebrated what God has done through the podcast where women could come and meet someone and it's not so big that you're so overwhelmed. Uh, there were gals that came all by themselves and made friends, like the kind of friends where they were like, hey, will you take a picture of me with your phone? Or, or they were all hanging out and laughing. Awesome. There were mentors at each table and uh, the mentors had come up to me after and said, oh my goodness, you would not believe the stories or uh, the conversations I got to have with gals. Uh, one mentor told me, she said, oh, if these young moms just could get a glimpse of the joy set before them, that the work that they're doing now will reap such a benefit and a glorious joy in the future. I mean, she got teary eyed thinking about, you know, these young, weary moms who cannot yet see um, the abundant joy that's on the other side of the hard uh, work of motherhood. But anyway, so there was that. 
I also had a fabulous conversation with Kat and Winter that I'll get to share with you on next week's episode. I'll have the live episode on that show. Uh, Winter's daughter, Alina, who was in the war room, she surprised everybody and did a song that she wrote, and it was amazing. So beautiful. Um, Just fun. It was fun. It was great to see people face-to-face, women that I've interacted with online that I got to meet, and they're just so kind, all the kind words they said to me. Um, If you couldn't go and you've wanted to tell me how much the podcast has meant to you, I I felt it. I felt the encouragement. I felt um, the love. Uh, We talked a lot about not, don't mom alone, and several of them said, one of the ways I don't feel so alone is listening to the podcast. And so that just, oh, my heart is overflowing and overwhelmed with joy. I felt very loved by my friends here in Dallas who spent time and energy making it look so beautiful. And some of these friends then sent me flowers. Uh, My friend Erin Hall, who, you know, it was only because of having put on the Declare Conference with her that I had the skills or the ability to know how to even put on an event. She sent me cookies and coffee the morning of the event. Just so sweet. So many people. Another friend did my makeup for me for free. And just people, women who embraced their giftedness and donated their time and their gifts to make this event happen just meant so much to me. Uh, Overwhelmed by that. Uh, So, Yes, more about the live event next week, next week's episode, episode 185. I mean, do you hear how close we are to 200? Crazy, crazy. Four years of the podcast, almost 200 episodes. Thank you for coming along on the ride. Thank you for listening to this. I hope uh, you get to take a second and think about that, you know, exchanging that never list you have with an always list. What do you always want to do in your day? How do you want to start new each day? What are you in control of? God has given you power and strength through the Holy Spirit. And what could you do today instead of worrying so much about what you're not going to do? That pink elephant that you focus on and you can't you can't uh, stop thinking about a pink elephant. I loved that example from Candace. Okay, I've babbled long enough. Thanks you all for joining me. Have a great and wonderful week. Adios. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the God-Centered Mom podcast. If you're looking for more resources on how to replace me with he, go to GodCenteredMom.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guest. I want you to really understand and know that God is just as present while you are washing dishes at your kitchen sink as while you are worshiping him in a church pew. He sees your service to your family and he is pleased. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Have a great day.